industry under pressure, innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. The views of the host are expressly his own and should not be construed as the views of any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation. There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. And of course, all of you will recognize that immediately as being spoken by none other than Hamlet to his friend Horatio. Uh, Well, what's happened is Horatio and Marcellus, the guard, have just uh, kind of burst in on on Hamlet, they weren't really supposed to, but they did anyway, and uh, and they've interrupted a private conversation that Hamlet is having with, uh, well, the ghost of his father. And so, uh, so for those of you who uh, maybe are not familiar with the story, there's some other dialogue there. I think you can find it uh, maybe in Scene Five, Act One, Scene Five, something like that. Or you could just read the whole thing. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and, and if you're if you're all, if you've ever wondered, <laughs> if you've ever wondered why, not why. There's a lot of there's a lot of things I wonder why. But if you've ever wondered where does that saying come from, there's something rotten in the state of Denmark. It is from the same from the same play. I think it's a scene earlier when they first encounter the ghost. But uh, people use that saying all the time now. Well, I think they maybe they don't anymore. Anyway, it's and and by the way, no, no nothing disparaging to my Danish friends. Uh, I think it. I mean, it's just a made up story, uh, as far as I know. So. Uh, but you're probably now. Now you're now you're thinking. <laughs> uh, what is all this at? Like, where is he going with all this? What does it have to do with the topic? Well, not to disappoint you, uh, because however random I may start out, um, I do always make the connection, uh, even if I have to materialize it out of thin air. So uh, the reason why I, I brought this up today. Other than the fact that I've always just wanted to use that that quote somewhere, um, which by you know, and incidentally, Hamlet's not really one of my favorite uh, Shakespeare's. I, I, you know, the ones that, that always kind of get the attention: Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet, uh, Macbeth. I really, um, you know, the tragedies. They're um, I, I so I tend to like uh, the other ones more. Um, you know, uh, which I guess are the comedies. Uh, uh, Taming of the Shrew is excellent. Uh, uh, Merchant of Venice, uh, Midsummer, <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream, which is uh, must have been written during whatever whatever was the equivalent of the U.S. '60s period back then in the 1600s or whatever. Was it 1500s? Um, uh, yeah, I tend to like those better, and, and it's not just because I like happy things and not sad things. It's just something about the vibe and the energy of those is probably, it's probably connected to the same reason why I prefer West coast jazz to East coast, uh, or, or, uh, or Bob. But anyway, that's, that's, that's a conversation for another time today. Uh, why, why did I bring up this philosophy thing? Okay. So, uh, we do have here at OGGN, we do have a philosophy. Uh, now it's not, you know, it's not the type that, uh, would be studied at, you know, at, at Wittenberg University, where Horatio was supposedly studying. But, uh, but, but, it, but we do take it seriously. And um, uh, the thing, and our philosophy, I guess, you know, I, like it's not really written down anywhere. But, but we do have, uh, you know, in terms of, 
the oil and gas industry, um, and of course, those of you who listen to other shows on OGDN, uh, you know that we are, you know, we're just like everybody else. We're we're sort of uh, embracing, you know, some of the topics concerned with the new energy and transition, things like that. But we are in our hearts, uh, always have been, will be, uh, you know, uh, big, big, uh, big fans, supporters of the oil and gas industry. And our philosophy about that is that, uh, you know, no, no matter no matter what happens and what happens in the headlines and in people's ideas and thoughts and whatnot, that oil and gas, th- there's no question about this. It has been critical to the success of, I mean, of human civilization. There's just no, I mean, we could do, we could do a whole series of episodes on that. Um, but also, uh, uh, our philosophy is that, and, and this, this one will probably, would probably open some eyes, except there's probably nobody listening to this show who doesn't already agree with me. But if there were, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big enough name for, for detractors <laughs> to listen, but just in case, um, we also believe that industry, there, it's a net positive effect. Uh, I'm, that's all I'm going to say is that we're not, we're not saying the industry has been perfect. We're not saying that it hasn't done any damage at all, but we're saying it is a net positive effect on human life as we know it. And we also, uh, and we also say that, uh, it's going to stay critical, um, and positive for, for quite some time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to throw a dart in a time period, but uh, it's going to be, it's going to be that way for, for quite a while folks. Um, and also that, uh, the oil and gas industry and the people, you know, when we say the industry, what we really mean are the people, right, in the industry, can have a tremendous effect, a great impact on the development of new energy and new ways of doing things and, and all of that. And I don't, I don't just mean by divestment of, you know, selling off all the evil stuff and it, it reinvesting in all the, in all the good stuff. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot that we can teach, um, and that, and there's a lot there's a lot of people in this industry can teach. Um, and and share and and there's innovation. So coming around to the fact that uh, I host a couple of shows dealing with technology, the innovation that has gotten oil and gas to where it is 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 can that same innovation can have a tremendous effect on uh, the development of new energy. Not just you know how do you not just how do you get a bit of energy out of a solar panel or or, or a piece of hydrogen, a piece a piece of hydrogen. <laughs> Joe Batir is out there uh, wincing if he hears me say that. Um, it's not just about extracting the energy from some sort of resource. It's about how do you actually scale it and deploy it. And, and we've talked about all that before. So anyway, that is um, that is our philosophy here at OGG. And, and it'll, it's going to stay that way. And uh, and that's why I guess it's kind of our our, 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 our mission, our purpose in life is uh, to, to build up this uh, community uh, of people in the industry through the podcast and some of the other things that we do to educate people, um, to kind of, uh, inspire, sometimes, uh, make, you know, if you feel like you've been dragged through the mud, you know, that you always know you can come here and you have friends. So, uh, all right. Um, well, I, I guess there's one, th- one, th- one more thing I want to say then is, um, so to the antagonists, if you might be out there, um, I, I guess I would take that, I would take that little, uh, that line that uh, uh, Hamlet said to Horatio, and I, I would turn it around and I would say this to you, uh, the the antagonist. I would say, there are more things in our philosophy than are dreamt of in your heaven and earth. I'll let you think about that one for a minute. Obviously, by the way, I mean heaven in the sort of um, astronomical sense of, uh, you know, in the heavens. And that. I wasn't necessarily meaning the... The place where 
let's face it, everybody really wants to go eventually, even if they say they don't. But uh, but I but I, I would I would turn it around and say that there's there's a lot more that we have here than you might be thinking uh, if you're just uh, out there surveying the landscape. All right, enough of that. Um, oh, uh, by the way, uh, this is the uh, so this show is coming out. Um, you're going to be listening to this the week. Well, I, I don't know when you're going to, your first opportunity to listen to this. I mean, after all, this is the podcast world and it's on demand. And I don't know, maybe you're going to listen to this in three months, but your first opportunity to listen to this episode, it'll be released uh, the week in between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And uh, the, well, the fact is that it's kind of a low listening week. It's a low listener week in, uh, in the podcast world. In between Christmas and New Year's, people are generally doing a lot of other things. And so as a result, um, today's episode or this week's episode is not really, um, this is about it. I'm just, I'm just about to the end. And the reason, the reason for that is, uh, not, not, I, I know that, I know that some of you are listening, but, um, and, and many of you will just catch up later. Just because you didn't listen between Christmas and New Year's doesn't mean you're not going to listen. But um, it's kind of not really it's not really fun for a guest to say it's not you know you, you know we have a lot of great guests come on the show and and I don't want to have to tell somebody well your episode is gonna is gonna go out you know between Christmas and New Year's. I mean it it just uh, it's kind of like in I guess in the traditional world of like uh, daily radio programs that's kind of like saying your interview is gonna be on the air at 3 a.m right after the wolfman jack show like it's not like nobody wants to be in that slot so uh so i'm just putting out a little year-end um message today Uh, i do want to say thanks oh and by, by the way in case in case you're listening to this on the oil and gas tech show uh and you've already listened to the oil and gas digital doers show, you might realize you might you might think that it sounds very familiar, and vice versa. And the reason is because it's exactly the same. I, I'm just doing one. It's going out to both audiences today, um, and uh, and it's also a good opportunity if you're part of one audience. If you listen to oil and gas tech, and you haven't heard oil and gas digital doers, then you, sh- you should probably try it out. And we don't talk about it's not it's not just the same old stuff in, in both shows. We really in digital doers we try to take a view that says uh, you know not so much looking specifically at the innovation like we do on the tech show. Um, but in digital doers, we try to get good stories or, or some sort of, some sort of perspective on how people in, how companies in the industry are actually beginning to make progress and see value from their digital transformation efforts. So that's what digital doers is all about, which by the way, uh, I should thank the, um, I should thank the sponsor of Digital Doers, uh, our, our very good friends over there at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, HPE. Um, I'm telling you, these guys are, uh, they're, they're great to work with. Um, they love the industry. They are friends of the oil and gas industry. They are, they are trying to help. Um, and they're and they're taking what they do, which has a lot to do with very mod, the, the modern underpinnings of all of these digital things that we want to do. You know, all that stuff has to run on on uh, on computers, and, um, and and data has to move around from one place to another, and it has to be stored and managed, and and it has to be fast, and it has to be reliable, and it has to be secure, and it has to be able to go in a lot of new places. Right? It's not just in the data center anymore, and it's not just in the cloud, but it's out there in the wild. And all, those are all, you know, it, it, on top of the, or I guess I should say underneath, <laughs> in addition to the fact that we got, we got smart people out there who are creating all of these amazing new solutions. Um, the infrastructure for that um, is, 
is as important as everything else. And that's where HPE is bringing a lot to the party. So if you haven't, um, you know, if you haven't looked at what HPE is doing, uh, they're not hard to find. Just HPE.com. And uh, and I, they got a whole section on energy and all that. But anyway, I really want to just say personal thank you to the folks over there, to uh, Randy and Jennifer and Adrienne and, and everybody who has been partnering with OGGN this year. Um, we've done some great stuff together. We've done some industry mixers. And uh, and thanks to all of our other sponsors. Um, we, we, have, we have, if you look, you go to Apple Podcasts, you look at the OGGN channel, you can see all our different shows. And 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 you can see all the different sponsors that we work with: um, IBM, Technip FMC, Anderson Hauser. Um, uh, the you know the the list goes on, and um, AWS, and um, you know just there's there's a bunch of them. And I know I know there's probably some that I should be thinking of right now, but I'm doing this off the top of my head. So check them out. We love all of our sponsors because as I uh, I haven't said this recently, but I used to say it all the time. Without them, there is no us. And that is really true. So um, show them some love. Uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, this is, I'm doing a simple show because nobody wants to be the guest. Um, right. Thanks to our sponsors. Um, thanks to uh, thanks to everybody, to the listeners this year. Uh, thanks, everybody, for this is the final episode of the year. So I want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, the audience in all of our all of our shows, the audience is growing mine. Uh, this one, these two, depending depending on which one you're hearing this on, uh, the tech show, the audience uh, is tremendous and is continues to grow. The digital doers audience, which um, which we you know we just started that show this year, and uh, and that and that and it's off to a great start. And the audience there is growing as well. I I would love to hear some ideas from people about. You know what? What would you like to hear us talk about? I, we can go find smart people to talk about anything, um, but you know I don't want to have the same conversations over and over again, uh, which which will kind of happen, especially when you're dealing with technology. If you're not very deliberate, you will end up having the same conversations uh, time after time because it's it's whatever is kind of hot at the moment, and everybody wants to talk about it. But but the but things are but we're evolving. The technology is evolving, and the different initiatives and the priorities in the industry, and so. In 2022, I don't want to keep talking about all the things that everybody was hot about in 2021. Let's let's you know what what what's next? What, what what's next? What do you what do you want to hear about? Um, and uh, and so you know you can always um, well you know there's lots of ways to, to get in touch. You can always find me on LinkedIn or you can send the there's a little contact form on the OGGN.com website. But I'm, I'm going to give you like the like the bat phone. All you really have to do is just send me an email to Michael at OGGN.com. Um, please don't enter that into any of your uh, uh, spam generation uh, devices, but michael at OGGN.com, send me an email, tell me what you want to hear. Now, on the subject of what's gonna, what we're going to talk about next year, I do want to, I'll make a couple of, uh, I don't know, these aren't really predictions, but this is just what I think. Based, based on listening to all the guests that I've uh, listened to this year, um, all of which have been uh, fascinating and, well, okay, well, they're mostly fascinating. And... Um, uh, and but lots of lots of great insights, lots of lots of uh, of, of great information. And so, ha- having listened to that all year, this is what I think. This is what I think for next year, um, in terms of in terms of digital tech innovation. And I want to guess, of course, uh, it, there's going to continue to be more focus on you know more data, more analytics, you know, all of that kind of stuff, um, uh, which of course we talk about all the time. But I think that the the attention is going to shift to really 
doing bigger things. Now, this is in the kind of in the operations world, and whether it's upstream or or you know or or midstream down, whatever you know, refineries. I think the shift is going to be away from uh, specific uh, you know kind of use cases and point solutions, and and I think there's going to be more focus on how do we apply these uh, innovations and transform. Uh, kind of like bigger swaths of the operation, and uh, people use different terminology: end-to-end ecosystem, whatever you want to like. Like, how do we how do we apply? How do we tackle uh, just like multiple stages within uh, some sort of a life cycle, within some sort of a discipline in a sector, right? And um, and I think the keys, uh, some of the things that are going to get a lot of attention when it comes to that is the, the first one is digital twins. And I know we've talked about digital twins and I've, it's been it's been funny to watch over the last couple of years as digital twin, the term digital twin has gone from being something that kind of makes people chuckle like, oh yeah, there's another buzzword that we're not really sure what it means to, <laughs> to it's, and it's gone from being that to something that's real and reasonably well understood to something that's actually out there and, and, uh, and, and beginning to make a difference. In so many, if, if you learn about digital, about the concept of a digital twin, uh, and I'm not going to get into it now, but you, what you find out is you can apply it everywhere um, in, the, in the operations world and even sometimes in other places like, uh, like when we had our friends from Kongsberg and Data Gumbel talking about how that can be applied to the contracts process and things like that. So I think what you're going to find is bigger, broader more extensive uses of, of digital twins for many different, you know, wh- whether that be to drive decision making or, or prescriptive kind of maintenance or, or automation or whatever it is, de-risking things, you're going to see those um, um, having a bigger, broader impact across the industry. And, and then, of course, um, what follows is the um, kind of the promise of all of these things that we've been doing with, with data and IoT and analytics and, you know, um, all the, you know, all of that coming into various twins or other models and driving. Um, I, think, I think next year we're going to hear more about the realities of um, whole pieces of operations that are being automated, that are being remote operated. Um, and, and all of that's been the promise, uh, all along, but I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see the shift going from kind of the underlying mechanisms to drive that to the actual, uh, transformation of the business itself through those things. All right. There's another part about, about digital transformation in tech that doesn't get as much attention and it's the business functions. We do talk about it sometimes. We, we've had, we've had quite a few episodes about, about, you know, the back office uh, capabilities and financial things and stuff like that. Um, I, I think that that's going to continue. It, it's never going to be as exciting as the, oper- as the operational stuff, but it is important and it's critical to the overall transformation. Uh, this There was a lot of focus the last year or two on remote work, obviously, because of the whole thing that happened. Um, you know, is that going conti- to continue to be big? I, I, I'm going to say yes, but no. I, I think we've pretty well figured that out. Um, there will continue to be investment and incremental improvements in what we can do. But um, uh, now when it comes to that, that's for kind of office work. When it comes to field workers, I think there's still many uh, exciting things that can be done uh, for field workers. Um, Maggie Burns, we did an episode on digital doers with Maggie Burns from ExxonMobil's XTO division. And uh, she was talking about amazing things that they're 
well, you know, just just t- taking taking the field workers, uh, really bringing them into into the modern world, and um, so there's a lot of opportunity there. I think there's more opportunity in finance, and kind of the and and um, and the real time decision making, um, you know, informing the decision making and, and ability to. Um, well, that's just a whole big topic, and we we had some good episodes on that one with Sphere this year and uh also one with uh, kirk coburn and the new thing that he's starting up so um so if you scan back through the episodes this year you can find you can kind of pick out these topics it might be fun to go back and and, and listen to what some of these people said because next year we get to see how it all turned out all right oh there's one other thing um all this cloud not cloud you know um edge etc um they i think what's happening there is pretty soon it's just not going to be it's not really going to be a big, it's going to be a background topic because the fact is, you know, do we go to the cloud? We got people going to the cloud. We got people coming back from the cloud. We got people trying to do something at the edge. We got, we get this notion of hybrid cloud and multi-cloud and, and, and there's smart people solving all those problems. There's some great companies out there working with, with, with industry, uh, with industry folks, you know, cloud computing is not really, the cloud is not a place. I mean, it is in, in a certain context, but really, cloud computing is a is a type of, is a way of, of 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 doing stuff, and and that's all I'm going to say about it right now. But but except that that way of doing stuff is just going to become pervasive, and it's going to be it's going to be everywhere from the data center to the public cloud to the edge, and uh, pretty soon, and 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 of course, five G is going to make all the con- going to drive <laughs> going to drive away all the connectivity demons, and it's all going to be happy. Um, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I think before long that all all of that just the same way as we don't really worry about where our Wi-Fi, uh, you know, about our Wi-Fi. You know, we, we we travel all around the city. You live in a city like Houston, you get Wi-Fi wherever you go, right? I, I realize that some places aren't like that, um, but kind of like that. I think I think this infrastructure thing is gonna is gonna eventually sort of become. A um, that not not that it not that all those players aren't going to still be necessary and they're not going to still especially our friends over, over at HPE um, and and at AWS and all those places um, they're still going to still what they're doing is important and we're still going to need their specialized capabilities to play their part in the overall ecosystem but it's going to be an ecosystem that's pretty well ironed out and um, and anyway and that may not happen in 2022 but I think that's kind of where we're headed all right. That's probably that's probably enough for today. Um, thank you to those of you who are listening here between the week of uh, of uh, Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving. That was we're done with Thanksgiving between the week of Christmas and New Year's. And for those of you who uh, listen later, uh, you know, hopefully this was uh, this was still reasonably informative and entertaining. Thanks again, uh, you know, to our whole OGGN team. It's a fantastic team. And uh, most especially to Mr. Mark LaCour, who who everybody knows. And he's the guy that started it all. Um, There would be no OGGN without him. He's still the the driving force and the vision and the lifeblood of the whole thing. And um, without him, I think we would probably all just forget about it. So, so Mark, so thanks to Mark for making this, uh, making this, uh, creating this whole thing. And, uh, we do have some big things happening next year at OGG and we got new ideas coming on, coming along. And so be on the lookout for that. Follow us on LinkedIn and, and listen to the podcasts and, uh, and all of that. Um, and that is, uh, that's going to wrap it up. We'll, we'll come back in the new year with some, uh, with some, I, I got some great guests lined up. We've got some new, new topics coming along the way. So looking forward to that. And in the meantime, 
Happy New Year, folks. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil & Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGDN.com.